0: the Florida Culture Election Night Studios, is the Florida Culture Soccer Podcast, soccer podcast for us, by us. We talk about the intersection of black culture and soccer, giving you the hard-hitting news and events in this country, your country, and beyond. My you got discipline. your boy here. <laughs> 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 oh, you got your boy here, Greg, over here. Got your uh, TK on the ones and twos. We are joined tonight by Mark from Atlanta United Fan TV. What is good with you, man?
1: You know, just uh, surviving, surviving while our democracy hangs in the balance. So, just yeah.
0: <laughs> the, season, the season finale of Forty Five is hopefully
1: Real
2: good. In- oh man, I hope. It's still Dude, series did you see finale. Episode twelve. Episode twelve.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're fired. I mean, Woo. It's been no, a wild ride. I, t- I tell you, actually, speaking of episodes, you know what I'm I'm happy is back, and, I, and I, I'm already jumping the, the gun on this one because it's 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 too good for two to down. The Mandalorian is back. Thank God.
2: Get some Easter <laughs> eggs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Episode one, folks, check yeah. it out. Hit up Gregor for that, 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 that login. He's got your password. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a, he's a, <laughs> Thanks
1: again, Gregor. I really appreciate that.
2: <laughs> Man,
0: y'all crazy. But no, yo, it's, it's been a crazy time. We've been off for, for a couple of weeks, getting some stuff straight on, on RM. Glad to be back with you guys. Don't forget to hit us up on the socials. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to the show. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Anchor, uh, iHeartRadio. I don't think we're on Pandora yet. I, I, I've, I've tried, but um, mm-hmm. if you if you see us, make sure you follow us. All that good jazz. Yeah, man, we got we got a, a good deal to catch up on, and hopefully we can um let's see we, we'll see how this goes. We're gonna go wild card pitches and, and and um try to catch up on some stuff, and then also what's going on lately. Of course, we we be remiss we already got into it. You know, the election the election came, the election went, and Georgia just might flip. Just might. Are we part of the revolution? I mean people have been been hyping up, you know, for like the last um you know, three, four years, you know, we got we got close with Stacey Evans two years ago. I uh, should I remember when I first ran, I think I was like back in like 2014, I think. And
2: yeah, still griping about him not living in the district.
0: Right. And like he there happened up them like now it's like, hey, it actually might happen. Biden might, might might turn Georgia blue. We might get some blue peaches up in this bitch. Like, I heard, like, I heard that on on Twitter, and I was like, "Blue peaches? That sounds kind of that sounds kind of you know wrong." I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, you know, we're, we're working with it. Um, but yeah, it's it's, it's it's a crazy time. Like, what? Um, of course, I know you guys did your civic duties and voting and whatnot. Like, it is. are are you are you on the edge right now? Are you like, like, how are you guys feeling right now?
1: Yeah, just uh just feeling kinda worn down, you know what I mean? It's been a long four years. I mean the last election was you know, a wild ride in all types of wrong ways and <laughs> this one's been a ride too. It's it's looking better, I guess, but um I had to step away from it at a certain point last night, you know. I was uh um I had substances in my body, and I was just like, okay, I'm just going to take a nap. And <laughs> I can't I can't sit in front of the TV and do this, but, it, you know, I'm okay, I, I
0: guess. I purposely, I think I, I gave it to about 9.30 on uh, Tuesday night before I tuned in anything. I was like, nope, I'm going to try to find as much stuff on TV as possible that I can watch to distract me from this and, and not just, you know... Turned to a whole ball of nerves because I was already getting stuff on the socials and, and in private chats, and I was like, "Okay, mm-hmm. okay, like goose like you know, like I gotta uh, gotta loose up in this bitch, like, like <laughs> hey, it will be all right. Just let let the shit, you know, process. So, you know, I, I got some more thoughts on it, up and uh, two up and two down. But uh, what you got, TK?"
2: So, four years ago in 2016, I chose to go to bed and think that it was just going to all be okay, you know, and uh, that was a mistake. I don't know if I would have saved myself, you know, any heartache by staying up, but last night I chose to stay up <laughs> just because I was like, I tried this shit in two- 2016, it didn't work out, so we'll we'll do a different method, and uh, things are playing out. Uh, we're seeing the the blue wall, as they keep referring to it as, um, you know, the states the flip. Um, so hopefully we, we have a positive outcome and uh, um, a positive change to, you know, inf- infect the country um, so we can we can actually move on and, you know, all get to a better place.
0: Indeed, indeed. Yeah, hopefully, you know, we get the result there that. that- we're looking for. It sounds like a lot of what's happened is a lot that we des- that we honestly deserve. I'm gonna go into the again a bit more in in my two up and two down, but uh, let's let's get into some soccer. Like I said, we've been we've been gone for a few weeks, so let's uh, I, I I know I'm surrounded by by Chelsea guys right now, but I need a moment to talk about my guys in red. Oh, let's talk about them <laughs> because. I, and, I, and I wish we had. Uh, I wish I invited Yogi to come on um, for River City '93 because it's not too late. He and I have been going at it uh, in the past few days about this because you no, know, like you know, a couple weeks ago we were beating PSG, we were beating RB Leipzig, we were scoring five on them, and then suddenly Sunday we go up, we go up against Arsenal, lay an egg there, and then today in Champions League. We go up against Istanbul.
2: I, second I'm not going to fuck it up.
0: Birkenbachs. Birkenback. <laughs> That's just how we're going to do. It. Like, I'm not even going to attempt to fuck that name up. So Istanbul Birkenback. But um, yeah, we we lose two one there, and it's 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 difficult because for everyone that does know, Ole Gunnar Sushar, obviously he's a club legend, you know. You got the goal in the winning Champions League year. So you, uh, everyone obviously will have feelings towards him individually. But I think at the same time, sometimes you got you to gotta call a spade and spade and be like, mm, this might not be working out. And I think that aside from uh, probably the first run of matches that he had um, back when he first got hired um, as a as an interim That led led to him getting the job permanently. And probably earlier this year before the uh, shutdown, when we signed Bruno, and then after the the restart, that's probably the only times that he's really been consistent. Other than that, it's been very up and down. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I hate to give up right now, but I'm just like, (laughs) we're 15th. We are in 15th place. We are four points from the drop. Like, for a, for a team like in Manchester United, like that, is absolutely insane. And for for a club that has actual expectations and prestige and talent, like there's no way in the world you should be fifteenth in any world. It's kind of like the year to uh the year that last year with uh, with Mourinho, you're all like tenth. It's like that was his tenth. You're fifteenth.
2: I was a tailspin. That's definitely a tailspin. This is one of those things where, you know, you... um, I think in Man United's case, in, in the sense, the club really needs... It's not that you guys don't have the talented players, you know, first of all, but it's like the club really needs someone who can not... I feel... I don't want to say like coddle, but like who's not going to coddle these players, you know? Like mm-hmm. uh-huh. I feel like Ole is just being too much of a nice guy and he doesn't have enough of that authority, and I think with the United recently in their managerial history, it's been too much of one and not a, a healthy balance of a good, you know, both the things mm-hmm. You have like the Mourinho, who's like kind of very strict and is like tough love. And then you got uh Louis van Gaal, which is like tough love. And then you got David Moyes, who's like trying to coddle you. And you got Ole trying to coddle you. And it's like, you need someone to be able to tow both those lines. Like, but, you know a little bit of
0: both, but that's the weird thing because I think in in that dynamic, like to your point, you either have guys who really, who may have, uh, some bit of a some bit of a resume, but still, they like, they they don't have like trophies behind their names that, that that people respect. So they end up having like, hey, they got kind, of, kind of pussyfoot. Would be like, hey, you know, can can you can you run over here real quick? Can you? Can you can you, for that for that for that challenge? Not that stuff. Whereas you had a guy like Mourinho that was like, "Hey, I've done this. You need to listen to me." And I think that like you said, like you do someone who all somewhere in between that 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 has that that has enough finesse but knows when to crack, crack the whip when possible. I think mm-hmm. for I think the reputation that that uh, the Oli has is. Basically, like a nice guy, and like you know, sometimes nice works, but you know, you mm-hmm. sometimes I think when you have expectations, you have to know when when to turn on, when to turn off, when to ease back, when to press, and be like, hey, we need we have ac- actual expectations, we have things that if you're going to succeed here, there's a standard, and when you're two months into the season and you're in 15th place, that standard is not being
2: met at all. Mm-hmm. That's uh, mm-hmm. Mark, what's your take? Yeah.
1: You you know, it's such an interesting case. I think for me, you know, because I was thinking about this recently, like, it, they really dropped off the cliff after Ferguson left, right? Like, I think that that really needs to be uh acknowledged and understood um but like it's and they've more like they spend a lot of time in like 5th and 6th and not uh you know not in the top 4 you know what i mean and so it's like i think just as a club they just they're lacking structure you know like i think the whole director of football thing um you know like not really having you know that guy that in who seems to get deals over the line or, you know, sets the club in the right direction, um, you know, and at times we'll put their foot down with the manager. I think um, United has been a little bit just kind of wishy-washy, especially with Van Hall and Mourinho who came in like, they, you know, after Moyes, I think they were like, okay, we need like the big reputation managers. And then they came in and they bring in their players and then like they're gone. Cause it really like, they weren't, like I think the firings of Van Hall and Mourinho and Moyes, like, were all justified. But then it's like you made a mistake in hiring them in the first place. So it's I just think there's a lot going on at United, and this run of like not really being a top team is just it just keeps going. I mean, they haven't been in the title race since Ferguson
0: left. You know, we had we, well, I mean, we had the one year where we finished second, but then that was like the year that the – like basically had that like their record breaking year and it's like right so we, really, so we really weren't even that close so right it it's it's been difficult and I've said it in many different forms like once Sir Alex left I knew that we stopped being I I I always feared that we were gonna stop being a British team because for all the spending that, that United did back then, you still always had a British core. You had Ferdinand, Giggs, Scholes. You mm-hmm. had, um, Darren Fletcher. Like you had guys that were from, from the, from the Isles, from the home nations. And, you know, and then you had your 90s, your Ronaldos, your Varons, your Van Nistelrooys. Like you, 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 you had your stars that complemented that. Once he left and that philosophy left, now it became okay, we're we're
2: a super club. And what marquee name can we sign? Right. That's and, how Edward uh, Woodward is looking at this. How can yeah. I what what yeah. what shirt, what jersey me, is going to do the best in sales, you know? Right. I'm not gonna see back on the marketing aspect of this. Because that's what and, I feel like they look at the club as now. Yeah,
0: it, it becomes fully commercial and it's like you're losing, you're trying to find a way to to maintain that identity and yet still essentially be a super club now. Because I think that even back then, like, even though we had the money, it was, it was. I think Sir Alex kept things grounded to where you were just a full-blown super, a super club and just spending all over the place. Now it's like, yeah, we're spending all over the place. The, the results aren't there. You keep mm-hmm. switching got managers every few years. And yeah, like how how exactly do you find your balance there when um, you're trying to find your directions and find and find your identity and it's just not working? Yeah. And yeah, you need to go ahead and get what we're doing now. Cause I think this will be, if if you go ahead and fire Ole now, and I think we talked about this probably a year ago, like this would be like what you yeah, Moyes – Van Mourinho. Oh, like, this will be five. Yes. This will be this will be manager number five. And I'm like, dude, like at what point do you realize that, again, yeah, you're trying to find your way, but the guy who's picking the coaches are clearly something not working there either. So Yeah.
1: You know. Yeah, and I mean like, you know, in terms of like the super club comments, like United spends I guess, like, if you look at total outlay, yes, they spend, like, a top team. But if you look at how they do their transfer business, I think they're way off the mark, to be honest. Like, Because uh, you look at a team like Man City, for example, typically they don't pe- spend more than 50 or 60 million pounds on a player, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, they go and get three or four of whatever they need, sometimes all in one window. Um, You look at Liverpool, like, okay, they spent a lot of money on – Van Dijk and Allison, But before that, like, they also spent money on Mane and Salah and and people weren't necessarily, like, didn't they think that they were stars. Them. Yeah, exactly. Like, they, people didn't look at them as stars coming in, you know what I mean? But they had a structure for them to succeed. Um, and same thing with Pep. And so, um, you know, now Chelsea is, like, nowhere close to those teams at this point. But last season, you had a season where they found a young core, young English core. Right. And a team of players that even if they don't play every single week, um, they're going to be a key part of the team. And then you bring in these stars and now it's like, you know, they Chelsea look like they're in a place to 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 raise a level. And like now we can really judge Lampard as to whether he's good enough or not. I think for United, it's just like they bring they bring they have the one or two big transfers, but. It just takes them too long to address positions. Like they should have had Bruno Fernandez six months earlier. You know what I mean? Like yeah. and then and then they might they might have been like a seventy point, close to eighty point team. So, you know, I, it just
0: I think I think to your point, I mean it's it's one thing to spend just a lot to say, hey, we got this 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 big name guy, but like like take Liverpool for example. Like they they spent smart like Really, Van Dyke and Allison were the only guys they spent a lot of money on. Like Salah wasn't a whole lot, money wasn't a whole lot, and like if you spend smart instead of just focusing there on something big, you know you'll you'll find you'll, fi- you'll find your way. And I think that I think a lot of teams are are taking advantage of the fact that United is down. They say like, oh, you want to cut, you know, you want to. You want to buy our guy, bring him to United, like because they know they know the commercial value of United. They're like, yeah, we're gonna make you guys pay like an extra fifteen million, you know, just to sure. you know, get Harry McGuire. Oh, he's and, British.
2: Like, that'll on. be forty million pounds. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank you. What 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 area of, of England is that is that accent?
2: <laughs> it's a, uh, you would southeast. know. Southeast. Okay. <laughs> southeast. <laughs> as, long as, is, South
0: as long <laughs> as it's not uh that scouse accent like because like if you like if you listen to uh jamie
2: carragher on champions league
0: oh, that that shit is rude. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. they all
2: talk like right back here like yeah oh. Oh. Oh, that's that's a that's that's like that's
0: probably how people complain about probably he from down here in Georgia I'm like I'm like that scouse accent that's probably their Georgia like it just <laughs>
2: Just yeah, you're probably right I, uh, I, I deal with a, a, a guy over in the UK and he's uh he's scottish for one of, mm. he's one of my vendors I actually
0: like the Scottish action I like that
2: one but yeah that's, but that's what I'm one. saying this, this one I'm getting to it's it that's the line yeah yeah that's the line you know what I'm saying like, I think, but like it's, it's so thick yeah right
0: but uh, but uh, two uh the the pivot that uh like testing out Lampard, can y'all? But you can y'all at least keep keep my guy healthy? Can y'all keep? Oh well, we we, we didn't even get a chance to really talk about the Maga Pulis, Pulisic incident. You know, <laughs> granted, it was just one picture, but that picture had some legs on it. Yeah. You know.
2: <laughs> Folks, just so you know, we have a social media clip that we'll do of this, um, what Greg was talking about. We'll, we'll, we'll do a little small dive, a shallow dive, as we'll say. But yeah, man, like he, he's hurt again, got a hamstring. Dude, he's um... injury prone. Like that's the, the issue that I have now. Not even more so with Chelsea, because we've got depth to like handle him being right. out. Right. But in regards to the United States, bro. If we want to field our best players for 2026, Pulisic needs to get fucking healthy for two years. Like that's my opinion. He needs to go two years without any major injury that sets him back more than more than a month out. You know? Yeah. Like he I mean, he has to hit consistent form, but he's he's just injury prone, dude. like he's like shakiri you know, injury prone. Fucking um, <laughs> the list goes on. It's tough because you know, you obviously you, you, he's shown
0: at this point that how much value that he has when he's on the pitch and it's like, yeah, like you want to be able to keep that on keep it on, but you know, how can you reasonably rely on that when it seemed like you go four or five weeks when he's the best player in the league and then you know, but he's the next thing you know, he's out for two or three weeks. Like that mm-hmm. that's gotta be a bit maddening at times, I'm sure.
2: Yeah, my, my fantasy hates Polisic. Oh man. <laughs> oh
1: I survived this week. I survived this past weekend, but I'd really needed him to play.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it would have been nice, but I will say it saved me because I got Timo. Culture, hit mm-hmm. us up. We got a fantasy football team. If y'all want to jump on, y'all wanna we'll we'll share the code with y'all, those good things. Um, but just to then, keep then, it moving, then, man. Uh, and then, the, well, hold
0: on, y'all got you y'all, y'all y'all got uh, Havertz who got who caught COVID? Like
2: that's eventually gonna happen. Ronaldo got COVID. Yeah, or COVID. You know, I mean, McKenny like, got COVID. McKenny got, COVID. McKinney got yeah. COVID. Exactly. The so whole like,
0: University of Wisconsin caught COVID. Like, bruh.
2: Like that's why it flipped. Hey, oh, hey,
0: oh, that's what? true. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I mean, but yeah, I think that I say y'all, 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 y'all still maintain things over the weekend. Then y'all do your y'all thing in um in Champions League. So I, I, I'll give y'all that. I'll give y'all that. But you know, <laughs> we got your
2: favorite scoreline three 0 So we're gonna keep racking up these clean sheets, man. I tried it's, to tell it's it's to you to two two weeks ago, way,
0: it's supposed to go the other I, way, man.
2: Supposed to go. Hey, hey, you can't always get your way. <laughs> United doesn't rule the world. <laughs> I know you like to think right. that,
0: <laughs> but uh, but no. Um, but I, there was one one match that I was keeping my eye on uh, during the Champions League. That was uh, RB Salzburg against Bayern. Uh, cause that was oh. uh, our guy Jesse Marsh uh, uh, coaching against uh, against Bayern. Mind you, I don't know if you caught this um, over the weekend. There's a rumor going out that uh, for one, Jesse Marsh was offered the Schalke job. He turned Ooh. that down because obviously Shock is on on the downswing and they ain't trying to spend no money. He was like, "That's that's lose lose right there." But right. on on the on the top of that, it looks like going into next year, it looks like the expectation that either if he, either he's going to go to RB Leipzig or get this Borussia Dortmund. Oh, now that's one I've been, I've actually floated that out there
1: just because, like, I'm not totally convinced by uh Favre, and mm-hmm. so, you know, like, I, you know, we'll see how he does this season with the talent, but I think if they kind of come up short and don't really challenge Bayern for the title, I think they should at least look for another coach, and I mean, I mean, I, I you know, I don't, obviously I'm biased because we, you know, we all follow Jesse March closely, but. He's done well with Salzburg. He's won the league with them. He's he's yeah. had them um, against big teams in the Champions League. Had them competitive, and so um, yeah,
0: he was competitive against Bayern for about maybe seventy five minutes, and then Bayern took it personally.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: well said. Well yeah, because it was it was it, they tied it up two two, and the next thing you know, Bayern said fuck this, and <laughs> the game ended up six to two. Is that Marshawn It, beats mode?
2: it <laughs> went off. They're like, yeah. hey guys, that we did win bloody. the Champions League last season. Just <laughs> like we'll do that again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and and, and, and Sabor get well soon. Uh uh Fonzie, I know he, had, he just had an injury, he just had a birthday too. Scorpio's stand up, but um, but yeah, they they still humming
2: like it ain't nothing. Yeah, he's on my. Uh, he's also on my fantasy squad for Champions League. They Keep mm. asking me to sub him. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> he in good. the squad. He's not oh, good, bitch. He's not good. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up.
0: But no, I, I think that you know the more you see Marsh, and the, actually, um, we were I was up in the culture chat. uh I think day or yesterday, and actually, I saw the question post on Twitter. Um, and about the idea of Jesse Marsh at United, and I was like, for I think for someone who likes what Sir Alex brought to the club, would love a guy
2: like Jesse Marsh.
0: You'd love it. now, granted he's down in Austria, and they might think that who's, who's this guy y'all digging up from Austria? The come Who's this American? He's like, you know,
2: just American.
0: I think he would be a great fit. Now, granted, like we said, if if he ends up going to Leipzig or Dortmund, maybe he gets, maybe he builds up his his, um, his platform, and maybe then they take that idea more seriously. But uh, of course, that would still mean we would still be sucking for like another two or three years, and I ain't trying to have that. So you know. Take, take that take that with a grain of salt or whatever, licks and all that shit. But um but yeah. I, I I don't hate that idea. I don't hate that idea whatsoever.
2: But um could be a good fit. It could be. Yeah,
0: yeah but uh but while we are at it, um, since we're on the US tip, get we we finally got some games coming up. We got uh we got Wales and um uh, oh, shit. I just had it. Um,
2: we play some no-name team
0: Panama again, right? No, 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 no. Uh, We play Wales, and then we play yeah Panama. Yeah, you're right. There we go. Thank you. (laughs) And um, yeah. uh, Of course. Um, it. A lot of people were were somehow confused as to why there were no MLS teams, MLS players caught up in like one pandemic, two playoffs. Playoffs are about to come up, and and uh, it doesn't make any sense for them to first quarantine before they go, then go, and then quarantine after they get back, right in the middle of the playoffs. Like, yeah, the logistics, Brown, That just makes no sense. So, calm down for those who for those of y'all who somehow want it. Will trap. Like,
2: don't do. It. <laughs> you don't uh, understand logistics. You yeah. don't. <laughs> but right. it's a it, it's a. Mainly going to be a Euro-based squad, which I, you know, I think everyone should just kind of be satisfied with. Really, at the end of the day, um, the majority of our talent, our starting eleven talent, is in Europe. So, right, you know, even uh, I was looking like, oh, we could have maybe had Bello on the squad or um, a Miles Robinson or uh, a Will Trap, you know, some some depth, if you will, at, at very minimum. But yeah, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get there. You know, as long as um, well, as long as Berhalter doesn't completely burn the <laughs> the, you know, the whole thing. Yeah, you know, yeah, you uh, know what though? Because
0: we'll this is uh, this is his first match of 2020, or well, I think since what the, the cupcake games in in February or yeah, but um, hmm. it's like yeah, this is his first time really with any of the the, uh, the Euro guys since last year, and. Like there's a lot 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 of um debuts coming up. We finally get to see Giorina uh, yes. with the US. Um mm-hmm. so those you guys those of you guys who don't know uh the name Conrad de la Fuente, he's up um right now he's a mm-hmm. prospect with Barcelona. Um, he's getting his first call up. Of course we also have Sergio Sergino that's that's getting called up. You're it's actually uh, there's one guy on, on this list that I've, I've heard a lot about. I haven't seen him play. It's uh, Nicholas uh, Giacchini. He plays in uh, Can- okay. in France. Uh, I heard that's a that's a name to look out for. Uh, well, with this squad and Tim Way is back in. Like this, this actually you know there's some faces on on this squad that you may not know right away, but. This, you yeah. know, I'm actually, I'm actually mildly curious here.
2: Yeah. You got uh, Say what? Or actually, yeah, Mark, I know you, you know, some people he forgot.
1: Yeah. Uh, so there's a couple names I want to talk about. Well, I, I think that are interesting to me. I think we should talk about Chris Richards, the center yeah. back at Bayern Munich. You know, yeah. he could, he can also play right back, but I mean, like, you know, we need it's center back prospects. Yeah. yeah you absolutely. know, and so, so. So somebody to pair with John Brooks, I think, is going to be important. Um, are, are
0: we giving up Miazga? Like, I feel like like uh, he's one of those boot to curl curl guys where it just it just like you know that he's good, but at the same time, but, like he, he can't ever get on with Chelsea.
2: Yeah,
0: no, he, he's depth. He should have never. He, like, I feel like he got lost in the shuffle and just never came back. <laughs> nah, he. Because, well, I mean, he, he like got.
1: Yeah, he I mean he got loan moves, that's the thing. Like he he got playing time at the tests. Um he didn't really play at uh the league once in Nantes um or Nantes, so however you say. It. Um he didn't really play I don't believe and so I think uh, I'm not sure what his playing time is at the moment. What it's like at the
0: moment, but right why now, right now he's with Anderlecht and um Belgium just, uh, from what I've seen like he's uh done pretty well there. Um but uh yeah. but again, you know Given the expectation that would, was that he'd be with Chelsea, and he just he keeps bouncing between like more of the yeah he was well, supposed to take countries. over
2: after uh, Cahill, that was supposed you know, to be that that lineage that line because he was still there, you know, learn a little bit of that uh, from uh, from Terry, and then uh, even uh, Ivanovich, you know, like mm. yeah. when we had you know like defenders who would do anything to keep the ball out of the net. Before we went through our dark period, <laughs> but anyway, um, let's continue with the, this US lineup. Who else are we looking at? Um, we you, maybe, uh, so, a name runners, that's new like,
1: to me, a new, is, a name that's new to me is Yunus Musa, yeah,
2: Valencia. Valencia.
1: He's yeah. he's only seventeen years old. He scored for them in the league, I think, a couple weekends ago, and he's their second youngest scorer ever, and their youngest. Score in the twenty first century.
0: That's wild, and, and it's it's interesting there because I think like he was eligible for Ghana and Italy, and like I'm not even sure like how exactly. If um, he plays for us, he's cup tied actually. I think or no, this whatever. this is the, this is a friendly, so um, he, he it, it wouldn't cup tie him just yet. Of course, we got uh, if if out if the outside ever gets clean, we might finally. Uh, one day be able to play qualifier here, but um, if the
2: outside gets clean,
0: yeah, like <laughs> right. some light shade. But um, but yeah, like you like that. Like, I I had never even heard of them until the call up. I was like, oh, like to see what, because obviously we, we don't have any uh, Americans uh, before this year, like really getting the action in space. And then suddenly we got two in Barcelona and one in Valencia, like just out of nowhere, so that's what's up.
2: Yeah, I think there's some couple more. You know, they're not as good, uh, obviously. But um, we got Des, too, um, could mm-hmm. fill in. Um, I think, I don't know, we got um, – what's the other kid up front? Um, not way, uh, Sergeant. Sergeant. Uh-huh. So I feel like people forget about Josh Sargent. You know, he's uh, – He just scored. I was going to say, yeah, he's he's doing things at uh, Verda Bremen.
0: You know yeah, what? what I think it's forgotten about Yedlin. Me. Like, it seemed like once uh, everyone started to put on to Anthony Robinson and, and Desto, it was like, yeah, yeah. The other one was like, yeah, you're at Like, he's not even old. Like, he's like, what, 26, 27? Like, hmm. he's right in his prime. It's like, I'm not sure, like, what exactly happened with um, – I think he had some
2: injuries, but then after his – is he still at Newcastle? Like I don't yeah. even know. Absolutely. Yes, he is. I'm like I feel like he hasn't been, been He's not even starting then. You know what I'm saying? Like he's I yeah. think he's he's trying to save his his club career at the moment or revigorate, if anything, you know, like to yeah. maybe earn a starting position or at least be on the 18.
0: Yeah, like I um, I I'd, I'd like to see him um using some in some way. I think that he definitely has a lot of um options and of course that's additional depth on the team cuz like we keep on trying to make this, this work with Tim Ream. and I'm not going to say that he's on my will trap category but I'm like it just doesn't it just for whatever reason it just doesn't work.
2: But we um, could have um, we could have Bella and Robinson there, and I think that would be totally fine if you. Yeah, you know, I, if, I, if you wanted my opinion on that, the, like the thing there is that we keep, we keep worried about just like
0: who's starting them. Like we need to worry about like who's also behind who's behind those guys and who's on the bench. Yes. That way, if someone goes down, we already have someone ready that's that with that quality that can go ahead and uh, make this work. But see,
2: that's uh, the handicap of the U.S. team, and I don't know if we'll still have that experience even by the time 2026 arrives. Is that our starting eleven? Maybe even, <laughs> may, maybe you could say the the whole team. But I, honestly, I don't think so. I would say maybe, maybe 13, 14 players at, at most are going to be Europe tested and have mm-hmm. that mentality to where they're going to be able to endure what a quarterfinal is going to look like for a world cup what's what is it going to take to get out of that that round the you know the group stages and then proceed deep into the competition because I, I just don't think that the the team a like i'm looking forward to them playing together so we can they can develop the chemistry a but then b you know they have to they're gonna to have to fail ultimately before they can have a successful 2026. So I, I, mean, I think we got, we really we need got to get see 22
0: that. first. And, you know, of course, like you'll have the guys that are there right now. They're young. Like I think McKinney's like the oldest guy on the squad. Like one of the oldest outfield player in the squad. Like, like this team is young as hell. And you have uh, kids like uh, Brendan Arison, who's on his way over to RB Salzburg in, in January. He's linking up with Jesse Marsh. Set he set a new, uh, MLS record for um, for homegrown players. So, like, I think that we are definitely going to um, be in a position really soon where we'll, we will have a good 11. It's just a matter of that 12 to – they said 12 to 18, 12 to 20, where it's like who's going to be our guys – in case, in the likely event, Pulisic goes down again. Right, which he will, go.
2: dude. I, I can almost guarantee that we would get to the quarterfinals of the World Cup in, in America, or even do something positive in, in 2022. And then you're going to see Pulisic go down and, and maybe be out. Like He's he's almost like Neymar-ish at this point. You yeah, know, like You know he's Neymar's the greatest most dangerous asset, but he's going to all it takes is a just a good decent tackle into him, and it's you know he might not get up. I mean, d- yeah. The, uh, did did did
0: name sister's birthday get pushed back or something? Because like yo, like
2: <laughs> Christian, do you have a sister? <laughs> 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 yeah, man.
0: That's I like shit. As, as, as often as poor as it gets hurt, like it's it's more than a birthday. It's like hey, you know, I, right? I, I need you, I need you to kill a spider for me, like. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, no, also, I like want to it, shout out—we
2: didn't mention uh, Zach Steffen from uh, Man City. Mm. Want to throw him some love, you know, getting that transfer and from uh, from NYCFC, and then uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he's with the big boys now. So and he's been getting game time too. So um, he, he's match ready. So that, that should be a, a good slot in, uh, and he's going to have that exposure and know. So I, I feel that if we keep Steffen and then that's going to be something good to build on, you know, Mm -hmm. and maybe hopefully Dest and De La Fuente can develop some sort of chemistry because that would be a a dream come true, you know? Absolutely. I wonder if, uh, because these are only
1: friendlies, so as you're talking about goalkeepers, Ethan Horvath has been playing for Bruges um, in the Champions League, and so I wonder if he'll get some playing time or even a start in one of these two matches.
2: Honestly, I would he think might so. be the better goalkeeper,
0: too. Um, I think that he should. I mean, like, the, the big clubs have already been talking about, complaining about, you know, there's too many fixtures. Empire has been bitching about all these matches. And I'm like, it kind of makes sense to an extent. You know, I, I get it. But at the same time, you, you kind of had to see that this was going to come. Like, you know, you because you basically you lost a month. Because you're finishing last season, and now you're trying to get in all these, all these games in, and all these um, uh, fixtures. And I'm like, that's why, like, it, it never made any sense to me that the league chose to go back to three subs. I'm like, yeah, it might benefit the bigger clubs, but at the same time, everyone's got got a got a big a big stack of games to to, to work out, yeah. you know. Whether you speaking of to things to work out, what I'm are sorry. we going to do about the lockdown?
2: Have had they announced anything yet as a league? I don't know, man. Like, uh, I, 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 This is all speculation on my end, but uh, I'm just looking at it from the, the government aspect. It's like, okay, well, like Liverpool is in a tier three lockdown for the whole city. You can't do anything. You can't go anywhere unless you're essential workers. You know, it's pretty much back to April for... Uh, us Americans here, uh, you know, in the climate that we were operating in, you were essential workers, is the term I suppose. But I mean, yeah. it's
0: not like it's not like you know they're dealing with a hundred thousand uh, diagnosed in, in in one in one weekend. You know, like I mean, like I that. think their
2: numbers are like f- almost five k. Um, yeah, but you know, we
0: we're over here trying under, to push yeah. things through with hundred k.
1: Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like it, it's cases are going up in all the Western countries, uh, Western Europe countries, I should say. So, it's um, it is like it's it's a pretty global problem. I think, like, because everybody, all those countries, you know, at a certain point, we're like, okay, let's reopen a little bit. You know, let's get people outside, let's reopen businesses and so on. And then that, you know, experts did say there was going to be a second wave, and we are yeah. fully in it. We are in yeah, it. Yeah, I think we're worse I, off right now. Yeah. And
0: it, it's it's just amazing to me, especially given our situation here, where our president tried to say that the the warm weather will kill it. Easter, the, it'll be gone
2: by Easter. Yeah.
0: Then by what? July, it'd be done, mm-hmm. and like. Don't forget the the whole hoax thing, which way too many people. Yeah, it's all a
2: hoax. The Democrats, but you yeah. know what though?
0: G- given how people voted yesterday, it's clear that people actually believe that shit. That yeah, that it's a hoax. And like, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go into it much too down, but that's just maddening to me.
2: But mm-hmm. um but I yeah, think it's yeah. more than that. I think it's almost a very primitive, um, a primitive instinct that us Americans, almost you could take it back to being like colonizers. It's like we left England nice to hat. have our own birthright and to worship as we pleased. But now that same kind of concept is like being like one, it's basing a whole group of people to vote in one kind of way based off of one issue instead of looking at a range of things that could possibly affect them, could not possibly affect them. It's like I'm a conservative. I don't like things to change. Yeah. That's how I vote. <laughs> yeah, right, right.
0: I, I've, I don't know, maybe because I've been, I've worked in IT for for the longest. Like the mentality there, as far as not evolving with the times. Like even you know, I get it. You know, not everyone advances at the, at the same rate, but you have to at least understand that concept that things do change like it doesn't like we're not in 1950 anymore where everything costs cost a nickel like you know things Mm -hmm. change and things progress and sometimes what worked in 1980 doesn't work in in 2020 and you know you have to figure out like how to adjust and adapt and all all that stuff but
2: but yeah man but um what's minimum wage What's inflation? <laughs> but um, <laughs> on the next episode of For the Culture podcast, such a for us by us.
0: Oh, but look at this phone that I, that I, that I have here. know mm. what? Uh, no.
2: Oh, Greg, got you the drip. To... Is that new drip? Yes, the dripping? Uh, oh, culture oh. is everywhere, folks. Culture is yeah. everywhere. I'm getting this report in. This uh, is <laughs> going to be available in the culture store yes, in, in two, two weeks, weeks. Two weeks time. It's available right now at FTC. Right now, YouTube- folks.
0: Dot MyShopify.com. It's available with the new iPhone 12. I'm doing this with the iPhone 12 Pro. I know like the 12, the 12 Pro all the same stuff. How, how many
2: screens are on the back? Jeez.
0: It got it's got three cameras. Got three cameras. But yeah. yeah. But yes. Get yours now. We're working on some some new stuff. Like I, like I've been saying, this is definitely one of them. Get yours. Bop bop bop. But um you know, keep getting your name sets, all that stuff. I know the MLS season is about to end. We we actually didn't even talk about that just yet. Actually, let's go ahead and do that right now before we get up to to up to down because decision day is about to come. And I heard we got a chance. <laughs> so <laughs> you're saying you're
1: saying there's a chance.
0: Yeah, you know. Things have magically turned to our favor with the game that we played on, on Sunday. We actually won a game. And then the games that happening happened in here midweek, Chicago lost to Minnesota. I forgot, like, who else had to lose and everything. But I know that they drew, if I'm not mistaken. But, yeah. Yeah, they drew.
2: Toronto lost? Yeah. Loss? yeah. So I think it was was Toronto last season,
0: last last week. Here we are, last game of the season. We we got a chance. Like, what do y'all think of? Can can, can we pull it off? Oof, man, I want to have faith (laughs) in this Columbus. So it's not. it, It ain't no easy. Well, right well don't here. be
2: negative. Let's start with the, the previous performance, which was a, was a positive outing for Atlanta United. You get a
0: Cincinnati, yeah, yeah, 2 0. You know, we did it like you know, last home game of the season. And those crosses,
2: man. Those crosses in the box. Sexy. I'll say this much
0: because, uh, again, we're like, we, we haven't been on the past few weeks and it's, it, we've seen some ups and we've seen some downs for sure. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, Gallagher. Is he's got something to him that might that might pose well as far as an option for next season? Um, damn is like for everyone that loves that still loves Jamil aside from the first season. I'm like, this is basically the same type of energy, like where you have a guy that's willing to scrap, willing to just go all out. Like I'll, I I I I fuck with him. Like he is this he two two point are we going there? No, he's da- he's damn one point damn, damn, yeah, 1.0. damn. Okay, <laughs> you have been decreed. Yes, yeah. but um, but no, uh, he's been doing his thing. Um, still, like uh, John only woke up. It took him forever, but you know, I think he's got like what two goals. So, dude, if you put he- the
2: ball at his feet, he can kick it forward. Hey, that's a start. The goal's in front that's of him. a start. It's <laughs> that's a start. just a matter of, you know, like statistics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like well, that. trust me. I think I, – where do you think Gallagher – or I, I want to do it more Scottish, but Gallagher. <laughs> well, Gallagher. What's his best position on the field in the front three? Uh,
0: Probably left wing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because
1: yeah. he'll I, take players on and he'll cut in and – um he seems decent with his left foot, too. So, I mean, you know. Um, but, is yeah, I mean, definitely. winger stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely a wing position, though, just because, like, he's willing to take players on. Which, you know,
2: mm-hmm. I think, like, those kind of plays
1: you have to have in your lineup.
2: Yeah. I think so, I, then where does Moraney fit in? The like, is that his relief? I think he's yeah. more of a central player, right? Yeah, but he takes yeah. people on. He's, well, like, that's the thing I've noticed about Atlanta United. Uh, I guess is my takeaway. Um, we don't have anyone who's actually like, like, like not scared to, you know, push a defender to take on a defender. It's like, oh, I can beat this guy. You know, I can, I can psych him out. I've got enough skill on the ball to to do so. Uh, I've seen that from Gallagher, which was like a breath of fresh air. But I feel like we would get I think that. Damn has there. that. I think damn has
0: that quality. I agree. Um, I agree. We've, we've seen Bello um, do that, but yeah, I, I, I think. Especially with the way the season is gone, you could definitely tell that because we didn't have Joseph there, a lot of back lines have have not been nearly as afraid as 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 they would normally be. And I think in in that case, like you actually do need guys like that who are just say, "Hey, fuck it, I'm going to go ahead and and take my chances, you know, good or bad, and um and 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 see what happens." And I think that. We caught we caught Cincinnati flat on their feet and you know got got the
2: shutout and everything, and it worked. I mean, we shouldn't yes. ever lose to Cincinnati. They're a decent technically. team, technically. But, you know, I'm not taking anything away from them, but like the caliber of man. just the roster. It it's like man. when it's like when Man United loses to a team called Beckinshire from Turkey.
0: We're, we're not. We're, this ain't about Birkenbags, man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, i'm just saying I mean, the the contrast is there to be made in the sense of <laughs> based on literally the lineup alone this is like i feel like kevin egan and dan i feel like that guy could probably coach the squad better than glass if i'm being totally honest also ouch. um but it's like the shit that they harp on literally at every post and pre-match, you know at halftime for that matter too
0: but, but, but speaking of uh Scottish accents. that's the one thing I will turn in tune into is uh Stephen Glass's halftime uh interviews. I'm like, yeah, because that,
2: that Scottish actually is thick. <laughs> it's like, obviously, I know about him, I can't. This so hard to do it, <laughs> yeah. We need yeah. to get a Scottish version on, so we just be we like, all right, we almost done right? for a while. Well, mm-hmm. Wasn't Jake Morini
1: Scottish? Uh, I yeah, it's no, he's so Irish, Irish,
0: Irish, Irish, yeah. Irish okay. Yeah. okay, okay. Close enough. Yes, black, black Irish people
1: right. do exist. Like, oh. Yeah, all no, right. We've all everywhere, man. <laughs> Culture <laughs> all
0: over the world, baby. Culture, baby. <laughs> Culture's everywhere. <laughs> so, yeah, before we go up to to, up to down, let's just a, ask the question real quick. Do we make the playoffs, yes or no? Oof.
2: Who's our last match against?
0: Columbus. Columbus. And Chicago plays NYC. We need them to draw points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we and we have to win. We have to win. No
2: draws will not will not do. I I don't see it happening. Uh Columbus has been our bogey team since the start of the the club, uh, mm-hmm. or one of our bogey teams, and I, I just mm-hmm. I, I don't see it happening. I think we will put maybe hopefully put a good display out. Um, you know, just kind of piggybacking off of the two nil win, but maybe. And maybe that's what we need—a little bit of luck season. That'd be nice too. Um, If I'm being realistic, I just don't see us progressing to the playoffs. It's been a great run, but um, I think we just need the rest now, and we can just take that and try to build some momentum to get in the new manager, and then looking forward to the next season. And and on that note, uh, uh, we found out that.
0: Glamor Bariscoloto got fired from uh, LA Galaxy. Maybe we do a course correction and be like, get get who we were talking about getting um, two years ago. No,
1: you don't want that now. Scalotto sinks, man. No, I mean like his his playing style was criticized when he was at Boca. You know what I mean? So like he just has no tactics. Like that's why under when they had Zlatan, it was give the ball to Zlatan, and then when they didn't have Zlatan, they sucked. So I I mean.
0: I can see your point there. Um, I think that for like that's one of the that's one of the good things and bad things about when you have a young coach like that mm-hmm. where they don't have necessarily an established style just yet. And, yeah. and I think that when you have a guy like Zatan, it was like a, hey, we got this guy who could basically score from literally wherever he wants to. And right. Like I don't know if you saw the goal that he had over the weekend that made us. Oh you know, yeah, yeah. Like the half he, bicycle, he, he, he kind of shaked it. He still yeah, played. yeah. But, um, but yeah, like, and then you go from that to Chicharito, who's not nearly the same type of of, sc- of scorer, and it just does not work whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But I think that their issues kind of predated Scalotto. um Sure, but. But kind yeah, of like I, Man United. I, I, I def, yeah. Uh, but I definitely. Um, <laughs> I'm starting to I, see I can I, I understand the appeal, but at the same time, like you said, like, I, I do understand there's a lot of reservations, especially now with how shitty things went with LA. It's like, do you really want to go that route? But also, okay. my, my worry right now is that because of everything that's happened with COVID and just everyone's schedule, will there really be a coach elsewhere that's really available right now? To, to take on the job. Like, that's going to be the real tricky part to, uh, to figure out. Yeah. But, um, so before we go into, uh, to up to down, I did want to make note, like I so said, we have Mark from Atlanta Fan TV. Um, their guys, uh, experienced a great loss in, in um, in their family and extended in Atlanta, Atlanta Night Family, um, last week. Uh, Coy Burns, um, she, uh, she was part of, uh, their crew, um, uh, partners with uh a j who's been on the show before she passed away last tuesday uh from an aneurysm um of course like like we mentioned on our socials we it's all been love between um us and uh Atlanta, Atlanta fan t v and mm. you know we've we've got we've uh we've literally Broken Red with pretty much the entire team, AJ, Corey, Tanner, you, Paul, mm-hmm. everybody. And, you know, Corey was, she was dope as hell. Like, yeah, man. She, yeah, she was tiny, but like, yo, she has so much energy, so much life. And <laughs> like, and had mm-hmm. enough, and just all the pictures I've seen and all the tributes and everything. Like, she had enough personality for 10 people on here. Damn. And, you know, it it is like I, I didn't I didn't realize that she had a stroke last year. And of course, uh, okay. we're recording this on my mom's birthday and she passed away from a stroke. So I'm very sensitive about that kind of stuff. And I'm like, damn, like, you know, you got to take care of your people. Look out for, you know, everyone around you that 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 you care about because you never know what um, how much time you got. What amount if you wanted to say a few words um, as well on this.
1: No, um I mean, I think you nailed it really when I mean, talking about uh, her personality. I mean, she just she was so easygoing, she was outgoing, you know what I mean? She uh she was kinda kinda fearless in that sense of like putting herself out there and um and just funny, you know, like she was like like effortlessly funny, you know, like kind of a goofy way about her. She was uh no, she was great to be around. It was that news was definitely shocking i think the last time i saw her was uh when atlanta opened the season in nashville which like mm-hmm. that was before we were taking COVID seriously and all right. that. that just feels like a whole lifetime ago you know what i mean yeah. like uh it's almost like when life was normal kind of thing. Yeah. so um so yeah yeah definitely uh definitely still dealing with i guess the sadness of that, and uh, for those of you watching, if you know AJ, or if you don't, either way, uh, definitely keep them in your thoughts and prayers because I know this is uh hit them especially hard, so
0: yeah, absolutely, man. Definitely, uh, all our love to you guys, and uh, especially uh, AJ and Boy's family in this time. Um, but yeah, man, um, let's see, let's uh try to pick things up a bit. Not as good, but uh, to a particular one. what you got, TK. Ooh.
2: I don't know if I was prepared gotcha. to do this immediately <laughs> after that, man. Um, I don't want to offer my condolences as well to to um everyone, you know, you guys over at Atlanta uh, United Fan TV, AJ, um, of course, family. Um, they actually set two seats over from, from me and uh in the stands. So right. um, yes, yes. It's actually pretty uh when I found out the news, I was pretty shocked. Um, you know, just like thinking of the last time that, you know, I saw the the two of them in person as well. Uh, Like, you know, I was like, hey, we'll see you at the next match or, you know, we'll catch you in the parking lot, things like that. Um, And like you said, Grego, it's like really a smack in the face, man. It's just like to keep that in mind, to cherish the moments you have with the people you love um, and all the moments you have, you know, cherish uh, everything that life gives you. Um, cause you, you do not know when that, uh, that gift will be taken away. Um, and so, yeah, that's, you know, uh, that's just, you know, my, my bit on that. Um, as far as, um, I guess I, I will count that as a down for sure. Uh, try to get back on an up. I am, um, I'm positive about the, uh, the election and, um, I got a little anal, uh, checked my, my voter status, you know, they, they all the mail-in stuff. You never know if it actually makes it uh, there. But um, mm-hmm. apparently mine was accepted. Um, it was the first time that I've done the absentee ballot. So um, it, was, it was nice to know that my vote counted. Uh, mm-hmm. Biden actually won a couple counties in, like, Maine or something by, like, literally one vote. So yeah, no know, know that your vote counts your your individual vote as a one person in this country does matter so um yeah we've hit record numbers and uh unfortunately that will be actually part of trump's legacy so uh that's enough for sure we, record numbers at the polls you know um, being positive about uh the experience of voting and getting out to, to you know to, you know get get your voice out your opinion on whatever the issues are um another up is going to be um i'm doing uh some some stuff at work as far as um i guess building my my resume my portfolio a little bit further um doing some deep dive into some real complicated systems and um i just want to kind of like pat myself on the back you know sometimes you need to self high five um so for me, it's the next step, and uh, what I feel like my my long journey is uh, is in, in the audio world and broadcast and stuff like that. So, uh, got a big early meeting on Friday, seven a.m. So hopefully I can close that deal and get it done. So uh, I'm gonna keep pushing myself to to we get to that date. Um, then maybe for the last down is um the the divide that. The um, this the same election and, and the voting and all that the the divide that this country is currently experiencing, um, you know I'm I'm hopeful for uh, better days. Maybe you know at post election we are all able to somehow re-gel. Um but you know uh, I'm happy to um, happy to try to reach an olive branch to to anyone who his opinion might be different than mine. Um, and fuck that lady from Brunswick, man. Rashad uh, all, <laughs> 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 uh, was not Rashad Brooks but um, oh, geez uh, the kid out there in Brunswick man uh, that was she the, the um, Ahmad Aubrey yeah. yeah thank you um, yeah so it's there's a lot of issues going on uh, a lot of things to be positive about a lot of things to be negative about so um, it's just a little bit of things that have been on my mind here lately
0: cool let's go, let's go to a roll Mark <laughs>
2: Yeah,
1: so it's gonna be all uh my ups and downs are gonna to be topical, I think. Um my first up was that I did vote early. I voted um last week Friday, so like ten days ago. Mm-hmm. Um I I'm, I'm in South the Cab and I have concerns because I read that South the had long lines, you know, during the first week, but um I mean, I showed up at 7 a.m. and just to make sure, and I was in and out in like 20 minutes. And so, um, and I heard that, I read somewhere that uh, voting in Georgia on election day was actually pretty good, aside from one or two issues. So, I mean, that's good. Um,
2: water main. Yeah. Yeah, right. Water main. <laughs> How in, scandal is that? Right. And the m- movie. <laughs> and the most populous,
1: like, precinct, too. Like, oh, wow, that's convenient. Um, my down, I think, it just has to be the electoral college. It's so dumb. Like, the fact that there's a popular vote that, like, just doesn't matter is ridiculous. I mean, like, we that's just one of the many things that I think needs to be addressed with, like, the backbone of this country. Um, my second down, look, the corona wave is here. You know, um, I think uh, it was a hundred thousand new cases uh, over the weekend mm-hmm. um, on one of those days, and I was like, "That's a record high." Like we're hitting record numbers now. I think people need to realize that. So, like, it can't be business as usual, and the government has to find a way to, you know, give particularly people on the margins relief, because like people on the margins, like poor people in general, have been hit especially hard by this throughout this whole pandemic. Um, More so than previous recessions, you know, so. Um, but my final up, I'm going to end this on the high. Uh, Tanner, so after we found out the news about Corey last week, uh, Tanner created a fundraiser that you, I know you guys are familiar with. And uh, we set the goal for 10000 And it, the goal was met by the weekend. So, you know, it was like three or four days Um, and we just, we thought that was amazing. We had no idea what we would ever hit that goal so quickly. So we just want to thank everybody that's, uh, contributed, you know, it's, um, it helps, you know what I mean? It doesn't, you know, it doesn't fix everything. Of course, the pain is still there, but, um, certainly feeling that love from the community. Um, it, it matters a lot. It mattered a lot. So.
0: Yeah, man, definitely, you know, I know uh, I made a donation and I'm not sure if the other guys did. But, yeah, again, we had all the love in the world for, for Corey and, um, you know, and for you guys as well. Um, So I'm uh, going to get my ups out of the way because I know my downs are a little emotional and everything. Um, uh, Ups is, you know... Finally, we're about to come up on the U.S. playing games again, and honestly, I'm very curious to see like where this team might look because it's been like basically a year since we've really had these guys on the pitch, and a lot of these guys are are in new situations and in improved situations, and you want to be able to see like like how they've taken. What they've gained in their club form, and apply that to uh, with the national team. Granted, we've still got fucking Beralter, so I uh, I don't know how that is how that's gonna work. But um, you know, hopefully he's taking this time to uh, figure out what he was doing wrong. Hopefully he learned something from Football Manager. <laughs> but um, oh yeah, 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 he was. Yeah, he was, that's how that's how he was doing his co- his his coaching during all this shit. Like, but you know, I'm hoping I'm I'm mildly optimistic as far as at least on paper it looks good. And you know, hopefully, as at, at some point next year when we get the MLS guys back back in as well, we'll be able to see if we actually have something because I think I think there's a lot of potential there. Um, aside from that you know i think i mentioned you know my birthday was a few weeks back and um you know just being able to split up with friends had a rare night out because i don't really go out that much because of covid and i'm like oh i i'm trying to stay healthy and somewhat sane. but it was still good you know to you know get out and have drinks and everything, you know, so shout out to everyone who showed all the birthday love and all that good stuff. Um, but uh, I don't really want to say it's a down. I'm just I'm kind of I have a little bit of a commentary real quick um, as far as the election goes. Um, I think that a lot of people are. They're optimistic but at the same time. The the results showed a whole lot because it wasn't like 45 just went down like some punk. You no, know, like he, he still got a great deal of support. And my worry there is that even if he loses, his element isn't going not going anywhere. You had a QAnon um uh candidate get get elected. And it's been made clear that with everything that's happened this year with COVID, with racial injustice, with people just dying over, over with, you know, people losing jobs and everything, like, that wasn't a deal breaker. They said, you know what? We're still good at 45. And for people like us, for people of color, it's like... Uh, I'm wondering how everyone's internalizing that result because, like I said, you got people who are like, you know what? Those aren't deal breakers. We're still good with 45, even though he doesn't acknowledge uh, there's a major problem with racism in this country. He doesn't acknowledge that COVID is, you know, that big of a deal, even though he caught it himself and his family caught it. And I'm like, you know, and people and people, legitimately accepted that as truth. And on this one, like, granted, we, there's been talk for a while as far as, you know, there being two different Americas, but like to kind of see it in, in basically plain bl- black and white is, I'm pretty sure for a lot of people, it's jarring as fuck. And mm-hmm. I think that you know how we carry it forward, assuming Bi- Biden wins, because I think that you know my hope is that people realize that the work only gets started, assuming he wins. You know, yeah. Granted, there's a lot, of, like, there's a lot of people who who don't really fuck with Biden either. And so, and it's not, and it's we have to figure out a way to. Make this all jive together, to where actual progress is being made mm-hmm. in many different facets: the economy, with criminal justice, with COVID, with a lot of shit. And you know, like even here, because um, Warnock and Leffler, they're going to run out. That means you guys here in Georgia, January,
2: January sixth or something like
0: that. don't. Don't don't be caught sleeping. You got to go back out there and vote. Cause like I said, every vote matters. And I hope that like we like uh, T K talked about in his uh, two ups. You know every vote does matter, especially in this case where it is popular vote. Like every vote does matter. And mm-hmm. so make sure that you get out there and you know finish the job. Uh, like Kobe Kobe's finish job finish job not finished, and so you know, keep an eye on that shit, yeah. but um but yeah, like there's a lot of work that still needs to be done as far as just you know whether it be reconciling or a reckoning, I don't know, but there's still a lot of work to be done, and you know there's there's people like us, there's brown people there's there's black people there's tons of people of color that, you know, want a fair shake in this country. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm hoping that we we are provide that platform with the with the white allies out there to actually get that in this in these next four years and beyond. That's 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 my legitimate hope. Um, you know, Granted, the system may quite built that way, but you know, if you can't run, then walk. As long as you keep moving forward, and I think that progress, you know, some progress is better than no progress, uh, no progress at all, and uh, hopefully, we can get there. Um, Last last note here, like I mentioned um, earlier. This is my mom's birthday. She would have been 62 uh, this year. Um, you know, like we, um, I, you know, she passed away eight years ago. And, um, you know, whatever this happened this year, I want to make sure that people realize that, you know, there are still people around now that support you and love you and, you know, there's no shame in holding on to grief. Just, you know, just make sure that you make room for other things in your life, you know, so that way that you, that you can keep growing and keep, you know, the bumping into the person that, that loved one wanted you to be. And, um, you know, I'll try my best to, to be that person, not always perfect that, but, um, you know, just keep it in mind that there are still people out here who are in your corner. Um, but yeah, um, I know, uh, TK had asked me on my birthday, like, what have I learned since, um, since coming here to Atlanta? And, um, I think one of the biggest things is that, you know, Family ain't always blood, you know, like, but like I said, like you have people around you, whether it's friends, whether it's coworkers, whether it's, you know, people that you just randomly come across, you know, mm-hmm. on the random that will give you a little bit here and there to just, you know, that you can take from and be like, hey, I can use this to keep growing. And my hope for everyone is that you just be aware of the people who who are really trying to be there for you. Because again, you never know when they're going to be gone. And you got to make sure that you appreciate those guys. But um, but yeah, to Debbie, this one's for you. Um, I love you. But, um, but yeah, next week, hopefully we'll be we'll be back i know we are on the we are slowly getting our way to episode 100 uh of course in the meantime you can catch us on, on, on this always on ftc U-T-D. U-T. U-T. instagram twitter facebook that's about it <laughs> that's about it right now but um but yeah make sure that you, that you keep up with us on there so the shop is still open, even though the MLS season's about to wrap up. Get your name set, get your phone cases, hats, all that stuff. Hoodies are back up. Hoodies are back up, uh, back up on the site. So, will be get you. Uh, it's hoodie team. season. Grego,
2: yes, I had a question. Does this still work? What if I have my absentee ballot? I want to show you. Do I yes. get that code?
0: Yes. Yes, it's still up. So, yes, make sure that you get it with your, voted, with your voted pictures, videos, and auto jazz. Let's still honor that. Cause if they're still counting, we're still counting. So mm. keep that, keep that shit. Mm. But out um, them dollars off, yo. cart. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, yeah, stay in touch. Stay encouraged. Cause I know it's, 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 a, it's a long process, and hopefully it'll be over sooner, sooner rather than later. But yeah, make sure all, all of them votes get counted. But um, but, yeah, we will. We'll catch y'all next week, man. Right, so, uh, hopefully we'll have more. Champions League still going. MLS playoffs about to get going actual teams about to start playing so yeah we something to talk about so until then for TK Mark Coach Rashad Grego Coach is real Coach is everywhere we will see y'all soon take care of each other guys be out.